Thanks for listening to the Courageous Church Podcast. We want you to know that wherever you are, God is with you. We hope this message leaves you feeling loved, encouraged, and courageous. We thank you for tuning in. Courageous Church, courageous people. And now, here's today's message. Well, hello, Courageous Church. What's up, everybody? I'm so excited. Listen, we are in Tampa. That's why I got my Tampa Bay Buccaneers jersey on. That's right, repping my city. I'm excited because I know that this is the place where God is getting ready to do something absolutely amazing. Matter of fact, he's not getting ready. He's doing it. That's why you're here. That's why I'm here, because God is up to something in our city. And I want you to know if you're watching from abroad, we're so excited. If you're not in the city of Tampa and you're watching from somewhere else, Thank you for being a part of our family without borders. We're excited that you have joined us today for church. Listen, we have started a brand new series called Transcend. That's right. Transcend. See, this is a time in history where we don't need to get caught up in the fluff of what's going on just here on earth. I need you to understand that we should have a kingdom mindset at all times. We should have a mindset that says that beyond politics, beyond the things that are going on in our country, beyond economics, beyond uh, uh, racial divide, beyond all of that, I am a child of the king. I am a citizen of the kingdom of heaven. And that is why we're doing this series called Transcend. We're going to have some fun, y'all. We're going to have some fun. I need you to dig deep because I'm going to be dealing with some really deep things that I haven't talked about before. We're going to be talking about the power of the Holy Spirit. We're going to be talking about all types of things that God wants us to transcend into to live a kingdom culture mindset. That's right. I need you to get that in your spirit. Kingdom culture mindset. All right, guys, open up your Bible to Exodus, Exodus chapter number three. We're going to get into the word today. I'm excited because I know that God's got something to say to people there. I know God's got something to say. My subject, if I were to give this a subtitle, uh, I would call this beyond a reasonable doubt. Why? Because I believe that if if we're going to transcend into a kingdom culture mindset, and that's where we should all be, that's where we should all live, is in a kingdom culture mindset. See, the kingdom of God is probably the most important, not probably, it is the most important thing. I love the fact that Jesus prays his prayer. He teaches his disciples how to pray. And one of the things that Jesus says in the prayer that he teaches his disciples to pray is he says, pray that your kingdom would come, that your will would be done on earth as it is in heaven. See, this is Jesus's hope for our world. This is Jesus's hope for the future. Jesus did not come to do, to destroy things or to do away with things here on earth. Jesus came to establish the kingdom of God. And that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about how to establish that kingdom mindset And some of the things that keep us from establishing that kingdom mindset, we're going to dig around today in the book of Exodus and see what might we be able to find some things that present reasonable doubt sometimes to keep you from living a mindset of kingdom culture. Okay, let's dig into this just a little bit. Exodus chapter three. You ready? Exodus chapter three. Now, this is let me just give you guys a snapshot of what's happening here. Now, Moses, you guys know Moses. Moses was born 
Uh, he was born. He was sent up the river. His mom sent him up the river to save his life. You guys know he was drawn from the river uh, uh, by Pharaoh and his people. And he was raised in the house of Pharaoh to be one of their own children. And Moses, here he is. Uh, he's an Israelite, but he's he's living as an Egyptian. And one day he discovers that he is not Hello, somebody, not an Egyptian, but he's an Israelite. And he begins to rise up against what was happening to his people to the point to where he smites someone. That means kills somebody, for those of you guys are wondering. He kills someone that was striking his people and he buries them in the sand. And then he realizes that his folly or his, his death or the, the death of this guy was seen by someone and he runs. Because that's what we do when we're in trouble. We run. He ran to the desert. He ran to get away. He ran away from all that he knew. He ran. And now he finds himself in the desert. And while he's in the desert, he has a visitation from God through the form of a burning bush. Yes, this is that moment. So now we step into this text and we see what God is speaking to Moses, because I believe there's some things that God is going to speak to Moses that he wants to speak to us. As we move into a kingdom culture mindset, I need us to understand that there's going to be some things that you're going to have to transcend past. There's going to be some things that you're going to have to look past in order to see where God wants to take you. So let's go into this because I believe this is going to be something that will really bless you. I want you to, to live a life that is beyond reasonable doubt. Okay. Exodus chapter three. I'm just going to hit around in this chapter because this is a conversation that we're talking about now between Moses and God. And it's interesting because Moses starts to present to God every reason he should not use him. <laughs> this is so good. Isn't it, isn't it a trip how oftentimes we always know that God is going to do something great. We just never assume that God's going to use us to do it. OK, I know some of you guys are, won't raise your hand, won't wave at the screen. But if you're bold enough to say that at any point in your life that you might have thought that God would should use somebody else because the other guy is always better than us. You know, you know what I'm saying? Now, well, you might want to use them. You know, they've been to church a few times. You might want to use them. You know, they're saved and they've been around for you might want to use them. That one, they're prettier than us. You might want to use that one. They look, they, they're part of this organization. That, no, 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 no. I love that God deals with Moses' self-esteem in the desert on the backside where nobody else is watching. See, because that's the kind of God we serve. He will deal with you on the inside. He will deal with you away from the crowd. He will deal with you and make sure that he gets your heart and your mind ready to be what he's called you to be. So now Moses and God are having a conversation. And that's where we dive in to Exodus chapter three. And this is the first excuse that God gives, that, that Moses gives God why he can't be the one that will go and tell Pharaoh to let my people go. Moses says in verse 11, but Moses said to God, who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? If you're writing down any of these points, I want you to write this point down. Moses could not see past his powerlessness. Mm -hmm. Moses could not see past his powerlessness. Moses immediately goes to the fact that he is not powerful enough to stand before Pharaoh and tell Pharaoh, an all powerful person who can have his head, that God wants him to let his people go. 
Who is he that he would go and talk to someone like Pharaoh and convince him to let the people go? I don't have power like that. Well, God says, I'm glad that you don't because that means that I can be the power that you take. And God begins to train Moses up and says, what's that in your hand? And he looks at this staff in his hand and he turns the staff into a snake and he says to pick up the snake. He picks the staff up. The snake turns back into a staff. And now all of a sudden he's seeing the power of God. And now God says to Moses, I'm going with you. See, you thought you were going in your own power. See, you thought God wanted you to do what he's asking you to do on your own. You thought God was asking you to be all everything you need to be all on your own. You thought God wanted you to do it in your own strength, in your own power, in your own wisdom, with your own degrees, with your own education. No, boo boo. God wants to use you, but he wants you to be weak so that he can be strong through you. (laughs) That's good right there. That was worth watching the broadcast today. If you realize that God is excited about using people who are powerless because powerless people often turn to a powerful God. And that is what he is trying to do in Moses here. That is what he is trying to do through you. See, because in your weakness, he is made strong. And when you submit your weakness to God, when you say, God, I am not enough on my own. When you say, God, I don't know how to do this. When you say, God, I don't know how to be a good parent. When you say, God, I don't know how to be a good wife. When you say, God, I don't know what to say. When you say, God, I don't know how to fix this problem at work. God says, I'm glad because now I can step in. And add my supernatural to your natural. And now something powerful can happen because now when God does what he does in your life. Oh, this is so good. When God does what he does in your life, he knows that he will be the only one to get the credit and the glory. It will not be because of your education. It will not be because of your hookups. It will not be because of your network. It will be because the power of God decided to manifest through you. And you will know that it was him that did it and not you. So good. So good. So good. All right. All right. All right. So God deals with Moses here and Moses gives him the excuse. So the first point, of course, was Moses could not see past his powerless. The second thing that I want you to see is this. Okay, Moses could not see past the people. Let's go to Exodus chapter three, verse 13, just a few verses down. Moses says to God, suppose I go to Israel and say to them, The God of your fathers has sent me to you. And they ask me, what is his name? Then what shall I say to them? Moses was nervous about what the people were going to say to him about him coming and speaking on behalf of God. Moses was scared that when he got there, that they would not receive what he had to say. Moses was nervous that when he would show up because he used to be uh, uh, in Pharaoh's house, because he used to be an Egyptian, because he used to have all the Egyptian stuff going on with him. He thought that they would not hear what he had to say about what God had to say, but God sends him anyway and says, you need to go and you need to push past what people think and just say what I told you to say. I'm speaking to somebody today and I'm telling somebody that you need to go and just say what God told you to say. You need to go and do what God called you to do. You need to go on that job and be what I called you to be. You need to go and do and say and be everything I told you. And don't worry about what people think about you because they don't have a heaven or hell to put you in. They don't have the ability 
to make you anything. They don't have the ability to take anything away from you. But your God, who is all who is all powerful, your God, who is almighty, your God, who is everything that he needs to be. Can do anything that he wants with anybody he wants to do it with. And oftentimes God will use the smallest amongst us. David, God will use the smallest amongst us to do the greatest. God will use the least of us to do the mighty. God will use people that other people looked at and counted out. God will use people that other folks would say they don't qualify because God doesn't care what people think. He only cares what he told you. Some of you need to get in with the program. Some of you need to move forward in your life and stop waiting on people to approve what you think that God has called you to do. When you have heard a voice from God, when you know that God has spoken to you, it doesn't matter what people have to say when God has spoken. Listen to his voice and follow his commands and you will see great and mighty things. Okay, let's keep going. So there's some other stuff here that's worth looking at as well. Okay, Uh, I just got a few more to hit with you guys. Moses could not see past his his potential. Moses could not see past his potential. Go to Exodus chapter four because he still I mean, Moses argues with God for two chapters, y'all. I'm telling you, this man did not want to go to Pharaoh. He was so terrified. He did not want to make this decision. He did not want to do what God called him to do here, but he was trying to come up with everything he could. Let me read this to you. Uh, Exodus chapter 10, I'm sorry, Exodus chapter four, verse 10, it says, Moses said to the Lord, pardon your servant, pardon your servant, Lord. I have never been eloquent, neither in the past, nor since you have spoken to your servant. I am slow of speech. I am slow of speech there. I'm slow of speech. Isn't it interesting that Moses was reminding God of what he was not good at and God created him? Let me do a turnaround because that was so good. Do you understand that God made you? Do you understand that God created you? Do you understand that you are God's masterpiece? Do you understand that he formed you? Do you understand that you are beautifully and fearfully made? Do you understand that if God held you in his hands and created you, he created you with a plan and a purpose? Do you understand that even though you think what you think about yourself, God knows what he knows about you? What a powerful thing. That God is speaking to Moses and telling him to push past the lack of potential that he could see in himself and realize that if I'm asking you to do it, then I have put everything inside of you to do it. I'm talking to somebody who's watching right now who feels inadequate, who feels unprepared, who feels uneducated, who feels like like everything about you is wrong for God to use. But 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 God, and God says, "Great, I will speak through you now." Do you understand that when you submit your weaknesses to God, He says, "I don't care what you don't know how to do." If I've called you to it, I'll bring you through it. If I put you in it, I'm going to bring you through it. 
And God looks at Moses and pushes past his excuses and says, you are the man for the job. I don't care what you think you cannot do. I made you and I know what you can do. I created you and I know what you can do. Before your mother and your father formed you in the womb, I knew you, Moses, and I'm calling you to my people and you will speak to Pharaoh and you will tell him, let my people go. Yeah. Well, let that kick in your spirit for a moment, because that's for somebody who's watching. Who is looking at everything wrong with you and saying that God could never do anything good with you. I'm here to tell you, God can do great things with regular people. Kind of like a young man and myself went to 16 different elementary schools, six different middle schools, three different high schools. But God can do something with that. My mother was a drug addict and a prostitute, but God can do something with that. I remember sleeping in motels and homeless shelters in different places, but God can do something with that. I remember wondering where my next meal would come from, but God can do something with that. I remember my mother going to jail, but God can do something with that. I remember my mother hearing the gospel of Jesus Christ behind bars. But God can do something with that. And I remember her saying yes to Jesus while she was locked up. And God did something with that. She gets out of prison and she drags me to church. I give my life to Jesus. I begin to follow the Savior because God can do something with that. Today, she goes back out into the same streets of Dallas that she once walked, worked as a prostitute, helping to rescue women out of trafficking and out of prostitution because God wants to do something with what you think is a flaw God can use as a strength. I want to tell somebody who's watching, stop making excuses. Stop telling God what he can't do and stop telling him who he can't use. If he wants to use you, if he will use a donkey, if he will speak through an animal, what might he be able to do with you if you submit over to him? See, transcending your fears and being able to push past what you think about yourself is going to be everything with you understanding and walking in this kingdom culture mindset. See, he has to break the limitations that you have created for yourself. He has to shatter the glass ceiling that you have over your own head. And if he can just do that, then just maybe he can get you to transcend. But until you remove your own lid on your own box, God can't do anything with someone who continues to restrict themselves. It's one thing for people to not believe in you. It's one thing for systems not to believe in you. It is a whole nother thing for you not to believe in you. Let's pray. I believe God wants to use some people. I believe God is up to something in our land. I believe God is up to something in this world that we live in. 
And I believe he's waiting for some people to wake up, some Moseses that are on the backside of the desert, feel like you've been forgotten about, you're on the run, <laughs> okay? You feel like a spiritual fugitive. I wanna talk to you and tell you that you are a perfect candidate for God to use for his glory. He wants you to transcend your fears and move into this kingdom mindset to understand that he wants to do something in this world through people just like you, if you will agree with his purpose and his plan for your life. Let me pray for you. Father, I thank you so much. I thank you for every Moses. I thank you for every woman. I thank you for every man watching. God, that is choosing to believe in who you call them to be and what you call them to be, how you call them to do it. I pray that just as Moses made excuses to God why he was insufficient for what God was calling him to do, I thank you that today that you will alleviate every excuse that we have given for not being qualified to use, to be used of God. And God at the root of that is the spirit of fear. And I pray right now in the name of Jesus that you would help us to, to, to go beyond reasonable doubt. In Jesus' name, help us to transcend fear and live above it so that we can see you do great and mighty things. I thank you for every person that's connected to the decision that we make today to step up. I thank you for every employee that works in where we work. I thank you for every family member. I thank you for every friend that's waiting on us to agree with your plan for our lives and what you called us to do. I thank you that this is gonna cause a domino effect to happen, Father, spiritually, that people will come into kingdom culture as we push past the spirit of fear. In Jesus' name, amen. Wow, God is speaking to somebody today. I'm telling you something. I'm telling you, you still logged in right now. I think there is someone watching that has not made a decision to transcend, has not made a decision to follow Jesus, has not made a decision to say yes to God. I want to tell you something. You are in a desert situation. You are in a desert position. Things are going chaotic in your life because... God is waiting on you to say yes to him. I want to challenge you. Say yes to Jesus. You've tried everything else. You've given everything else a try. I dare you today as you're watching this broadcast to just make a commitment in your heart. Say, you know what? I'm going to try this Jesus stuff. I'm going to try it and see if it works. I dare you to just make a choice today that says, I want to follow Jesus and I want to give him a chance to help my life become something. If you're watching today and you need to say yes to Jesus, if you've never decided to follow him, or if you're on the backside of the desert running like a spiritual fugitive, I wanna challenge you right now to throw a hand up if that's you, because I wanna pray for you. I wanna pray, I'm about to pray, I'm about to pray, but I know there's somebody out there, you need this prayer right now. You need to make a decision, you need to make a choice. I made the choice. People around the screen have made the choice as well. We've got people ready to pray for you right now while you're watching this moment. They're ready, they're ready to pray. Hands up, hands up. I need to see a hand, I need to see a hand in the comments. I need to see somebody raise a hand. God is leaning on someone's heart, I feel it. 
Yeah. Let's pray. Father, I thank you so much today that you're causing your spirit to rise in those who have made a decision to follow you today. Someone who has run, ran from you, someone who has been on the run. I thank you that today is their homecoming, Father. We celebrate that they are coming home. We celebrate that they're coming back. And God, we celebrate those who are deciding for the first time to say yes to you. Father, we believe in our hearts that you sent Jesus to this earth to die for our sins. We thank you that you sent Jesus to this earth to raise, to be raised, risen from the dead and to not stay in the grave, but to be resurrected from the dead with all power in his hands. And we thank you that he has ascended back to the right hand of the father. I thank you today, Father God, that my salvation it's because of what Jesus has done. I thank you that my brothers and sisters salvation is because of what Jesus has done. And I thank you that we're coming back because what Jesus has done. May we never forget the sacrifice that was made so that we could have a relationship with you today, Father. We believe and confess the Lord Jesus Christ in our hearts. We believe it and we receive it. And we thank you, Father, for every kingdom brother and sister that we are celebrating into this kingdom today. We bless you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Wow. Listen, if you just made a decision to give your life to Christ, we need to know. I need you to DM us. I need you to tell us something. I need to hear from you. If this message touched you, I want you to message us and let us know that this is touching you. We don't know unless you tell us. So we need you to reach out to us, hit us up on our social medias, DM us and just talk to us and let us know that God is speaking to you. And also, I want to I want to encourage you today, if you have not taken the opportunity to sow, to give into Courageous Church, this is your moment. Listen, don't you dare be at home and not be a tither and be watching church and not participate in this part too. God has something for you. God has a blessing for you. And I don't want you to miss it. I want you to know that this is a church. It's a full-blown church. We're about to launch our physical campus anytime now. And I want you to be a part of building God's kingdom. So make sure you take the opportunity to give at any time. You can do it right now if you haven't done so. You can go to our website at www.courageouschurch.online or you can even give via text message. You can go on our website at any time and do that. We're thanking you in advance because you're partnering with us to see lives change right here in Tampa and online. And also, I want to convince you guys that Growth Track is your next move. If you don't know what Growth Track is, I know what is Growth Track. That's all right. Go take a look on our website. Go take a look on our YouTube page. We've got lots of videos there talking about Growth Track because it is your next step. If you just gave your heart to Christ, if you are a new member to our church, if you are new to Courageous Church, we want to help you along your journey. So make sure you connect with us through Growth Track. God's got something amazing for you there. Well, listen. My name is Pastor Ontario Green. I'm excited that you guys join us for church today. Courageous church, courageous people. God bless you. We'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning in. Please be sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel to hear more messages like this one. If you like what you heard, please share with your family and friends. Don't forget to connect with us on our website at courageouschurch.online. Courageous church, courageous people.